You've tuned into Bombproof Recovery Radio, your access to today's best addiction recovery ideas, tools, and experts. Listen in and you will learn what is and what isn't working today. Now, let's get bombproof with your host, James Healy. Hey, this is James. Welcome to the show. My goal is to provide you, your loved ones, and anyone you know who needs one, a helping hand to find success in recovery so they can live the life they desire, the life they deserve. But before we get started, I wanted to let you know about my free sobriety course, which will help anyone seeking a sober lifestyle find a successful path. Check it out at bombproofrecovery.com. And hey, if, if you're new to recovery and trying to detox on your own, please seek professional help and supervision if you're coming off of alcohol or benzos, because that can kill you. Hey, I want to give a big shout out to one of our supporters, The Addictions Coach. Now, The Addictions Coach is the nation's foremost network of sober coaches, recovery coaching, and sober companion specialists. If you are looking to get unstuck from your addiction and recovery challenges, get in touch with The Addictions Coach. They have been featured on all the major networks and shows like Dr. Phil, Oprah, Good Morning America, and more. The Addictions Coach is completely discreet and their programs are customized to your individual needs. Check them out at theaddictionscoach.com. All right, hey everyone, this is James. Welcome to this episode of the Bombproof Recovery Radio Podcast. And uh, I'm going to dive right into this uh, brief little intro here so we can get straight to the great interview I have with Mr. Mikey Martin, who is a recovering addict who now works at the Sober College. And he's the music coordinator, artistic coordinator there. And he started working there because he realized that anything he had accomplished in his life uh, basically, it was because of his recovery program, and he wanted the next generation to do bigger and better things than he had. He also feels very strongly that music and sobriety go hand in hand, and he loves being a role model in the young adults' lives at Sober College. Now, Mikey had been playing music professionally for 11 years. He's the drummer for the band Shiny Toy Guns, which was nominated for a Grammy in 2007. And with Shiny Toy Guns, Mikey made a couple records on Universal Motown. And then a third for 11.7. He toured all around the world playing in that band. And uh, after that experience and getting sober, he really started, um, you know, connecting with the kids and the the uh, folks at Sober College. And he became a house mentor and now he gets to work with them as the whole, you know, artistic coordinator running that whole program. And he's got a lot of great things to say in this interview. We have a great conversation about the power of music and uh, how it can really help folks in recovery and also the power of art. And um, just sit back and, and uh, listen to this. It's a great chat. And I want to thank you again for joining me for the show. 
Hey, Mikey, how's it going today? Good, James. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. It's a little chilly here. I'm in Montana, and it's um, about two degrees right now, so I'm sure oh, you're a little wow. warmer than me. Well, yeah, us, us Californians uh, <laughs> think it's cold. I think it's about 65 right now, and everyone's wearing jackets and <laughs> Right. So, We'd all yeah. be in shorts and T-shirts. We'd be like, right. yeah, yeah, sweet. So, well, cool. Thanks so much for joining me. This is going to be great. Um, excited to hear a bit about your path and share it with with everyone on the show. Um, why don't you get us started? Maybe with just a little bit on how you ended up helping folks impacted um, by addiction. You're working there at uh, Sober College, right? Yeah, right now I'm working as the creative arts manager here at Sober College. And um, what I do um, mainly is I run the music studio. Um, but I'm also as the creative arts manager, I also manage and coordinate, um, visual art. Um, you know, um, there, there's been, I've been around the company for almost six years and, okay. um, was very attracted to sober college. Um, uh, my brother-in-law actually worked here a while back and, um, I'm, I'm from, I'm from like Ventura County, just like about 25 miles north of um, Woodland Hills, okay. and um, I grew up in this area. Um, and but a, li- a little bit, just to just to like back up real quick, um, the way I found out about this place was um, through my brother-in-law, like I said. But I was out touring. Um, I've been playing music professionally since I was a kid and mm-hmm. um, started very young and started leaving town and making money and, you know, just sort of I, I felt like I had a purpose when it came to music. And I knew mm-hmm. from a very young age that's what I wanted to do. Now, for me, being a drug addict and an alcoholic, um, drugs took over my life and alcohol took over my life very quickly. Mm-hmm. And by the time I was, I mean, I, you know, I'd like to say, you know, I'd like to say I've been playing, I mean, I've been playing since I was a kid. I remember the first time I actually got like a pain gig and like a per diem and all the, like the, the fun <laughs> stuff was right. probably around 10 or 11. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, and you know, parent chaperone, stuff like that, right. but like just trying to plug myself in because like, I felt like I had a natural talent to play drums and I wanted to put my mind to doing that. But so fast forward till about the age of 19 when I couldn't imagine having another drink or putting another drug in my body, I still wasn't done. And I was still, and I was still playing and I was still, you know, but it, it, it things slowed down in reality for me, but mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't sense that mm-hmm. I was a young 19 year old kid, <clears throat> excuse me, who, um, thought I knew everything. I actually did know everything at the age of 19. <laughs> right. We all do um, at 19. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but there were, there were, there were people I was working with who had seen, the change in me way before I saw it. And they said, what are you doing? I was like, you know what? I got it together. I know what I'm doing. Six months later, I was, I was, you know, in a blackout and I I lost like a year and a half of my life, almost two years of my life when I got sober at 21. Wow. And so I ended up going to treatment, 
down south um, in La Jolla, San Diego area, and uh-huh. I was 21. I did a 30-day well, I detox first off some pills and some alcohol and, you know, um, just had hit a rock bottom, you right. know, and, and was – you know, DTs and getting sick and shaking. Uh, I, I mean, at, yeah. at the age of 21, and I just didn't understand it. Um, you know, I reached out for help and talked to um, my aunt, who was married to a meth addict, who's now sober, but she was very Al-Anon with me and very. I was right. like, I need. I was. I was like, look. I was like, I need help, and she's like. Oh, yeah. Okay. Get some help then. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Why, right. <laughs> why are you calling me? You know? So, um, so I just started reaching out to different places, found this place and detoxed and, you know, for me, um, hitting my rock bottom at a, such a young age mm-hmm. was really difficult. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to sit here and say, Oh, I mean, no matter what age, <laughs> no matter what age it's, it's difficult and it's hard and it's, it's heartbreaking because I was like, how did I let drugs and alcohol ruin my passion? Like what I feel like I am on this earth for. So by the time I was 21, I, you know, went to detox, I went to rehab and I, I mean, I did a 30 day program mm-hmm. and, um, I, I basically went to a sober living and I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get my chops back, to get my music back and to get my life back behind a drum set. And, um, it took, it took me almost eight months, um, yeah. you know, just, just retraining myself. And as crazy as may sound about two months after that, I was on the road touring, <laughs> touring, Wow. Yeah, so, you know, and obviously I don't recommend that for anybody. That's not, <laughs> that's not my pitch. My pitch isn't like, oh, come in the music studio. You get sober and you have 10 months, you should go on the road. Right. <laughs> but, but one of my, one of my main points that I want to make with you and whoever's listening and whoever, you know, is struggling is that I realized, and I'm still realizing, I just, I just took 13 years in October And I still have to do what I have to do so I can do what I want to do. Right. And that's like that. And that's just something that I try to live by every single day because I have a full time job. I work in treatment. I'm married. I have a child. I just bought a house recently. I have this life. I have this life that everyone told me I could have if I listened. Right. Now, I I remember that, too. And I wanted it like tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) Right. right. You want it right away. You don't want it's hard to be patient and do all those things that you have to do to get the things you want. And that and that's and that's literally I mean, because, you know, talk a little bit about sober college, which is it's just the I mean, I, I literally could say this like I don't. I don't know what I would actually I do know what I would do but like as of right now I don't feel like there's another place that I belong at. Yeah, when it's, when, when, it, when it when it comes to when it comes to like my job and what I do and what I'm able to do and the impact I can make on young people um like for instance right before right before this um this call, I, I was hanging out with this this client who 
I've known for almost two years, and he was he came in and he was came off a nasty run. He was on meth and he was just, mm. he he was just a mess. Mm. And I remember early on in his stay here, he would look at me and be like, "I just don't know how I'm going to play drums without meth." And I was <laughs> like, and I and, and I looked at him like like okay, I I can relate. You know, he was I think he's like twenty two, twenty three. So. Right. Me getting sober at 21, like, like I understand, like especially when it comes to artists, yeah. especially when it comes to wanting to create, mm-hmm. because creating for me is is growth. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mm-hmm. want to get all like, ooh, like it's really deep. But some people, some people create for fun. Mm-hmm. And some people create for change. And, and, and that's what I've tried to dial in with some of these clients here at Sober College and in, in the creative arts department. It's, it's about finding a way out of addiction. Okay. Yeah. And I, well, I, I agree. I think that, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I really like that the use of creative you know, aspect of uh, art and music to help kind of train your brain mm-hmm. to, to get enjoyment out of those activities and not and that you don't need the drugs or alcohol to be creative. And right. That, and yeah, like, yeah. Like you said, it took, it took time. You had to retrain yourself pretty yes. much. So, yes. and, and others have to do that too. And that's, and that's what the blessing in disguise is, is that, you know, I've you you work in treatment, you work with clients, and it's um, it, you build relationships with these these clients and these young people, and you see them grow and you see them achieve, and you know um, every six weeks here at Sober College um, we do family weekend, mm-hmm. and every six weeks the creative arts department is able to put on a show. Mm-hmm. Now we do an art show. And we do a show with music where, you know, people can dance, people can rap, they can sing, they can play instruments, they can get up on a stage in a big room with a light <laughs> show and everything, and they can get up there and express themselves. I have I have clients that I work with, and I have clients that work with me in the studio mm-hmm. who who have a hard time talking, and <laughs> and you put them on a stage, and that's where they shine. That's yeah. where that's where they're able to get out everything that's inside of them and entertain and 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 bring joy to people. You know, I yeah. basically I basically went on tour. I didn't mean to. I don't mean to jump back, but I basically went on tour when I was like twenty two, mm-hmm. and um, it was it was my dream. You know what I'm saying? It was it was always my dream from the time I was a kid to make records, to travel, to tour, and to make a living playing music. And all of a sudden, I get sober and this happens. Mm-hmm. Now, now, just because I'm sober doesn't mean everything's going to fall into place exactly how I think it is so, or, or, or how I, I think it should be. Because I'm, yeah. I'm out there touring and guess what still happens? Life still happens. Right. Where it's like, where it's like you have a sponsor – and I call this sponsor and I'm like, what do I do? And he's like, oh, just have an anxiety attack. And I'm like, wait a second. 
but I'm but I'm on I am on a tour bus with people doing things that are triggering me in the middle of nowhere. I can't get off the bus and I can't go to a meeting. It's 3 a.m. and we're in the middle of New York, wherever. Right. So, so that was that there. That was my sponsor being real and saying, "Be a man, step up, do what you have to do." And and in return, at a very young age, being on the road, I had to stay sober, right? To stay on the road, I had I had you know, you know what I'm saying. I had yeah. To, I that, had to, that must ahead. have been a really uh, difficult environment. So oh yeah, you know I, I can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been on tour but from what i hear it's pretty challenging for most musicians on tour (laughs) it was very challenging and you know it it, it went you know they always say the older you get the faster time goes and i mean time is just flying by right now and it seems like forever ago that that was me but learning what i learned from a very young age early in recovery is stuff that i try to implement into creative arts into whether it's an art project, it's a song, mm-hmm. it's teaching somebody drums, or it's it's making sure, hey, are you caught up on your schoolwork? Oh, okay, let's check in with your academic coach. Let's check in with your counselor. If you're off track, you can't come into the studio. That's not my rule, mm-hmm. you know, because I always said, you know, musicians don't go to school. Ha ha ha. But but that's my point. Is like is like okay, so there's a client who wants to come in. He doesn't do his schoolwork. Okay, so the studio time that I scheduled you, you got to do your schoolwork before you can come and do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Music, music is something you're able to do. Now the schoolwork, the sponsorship, um, having a sponsor, working the steps, life skills. Like before, you can just come into the studio. You you have to do what's required of you here at Sober College, and that's a big. That's a big. I I mean. It's a big motivator, you know what I'm right. saying, for yeah. certain clients because if 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 clients are – for instance, I can't, I can't go into the art room and sit down and paint some beautiful, some beautiful piece, um, a piece of art. But I can, I can go into an art studio and look and coordinate and try and pull out what I see in certain clients and in certain staff where it's like – this is what we're going to coordinate. We're going to coordinate a group project. We're going to get 10 people involved. Mm-hmm. We're going to write lyrics and we're going to write original music and we're going to tie in an art project and a song and just that's creative arts. Yeah. Where where we've had several several um opportunities to do that um where where it's like I I mean I feel like I feel like sober college is my home, mm-hmm. but I also feel like the road is my home, and being on stage is my home, and being in the studio recording is my home, and um, the art studio. Like so that's so we we I mean I had this pitch with some of these clients who always come in. I'm like yeah, like welcome home. Like this is it. Like you got you have to find your niche. Right. Like you have to find out every single person that comes through sober college. And I have people who just want to come in the studio and just want to observe. And then maybe a month later, they're like, okay, cool. I want to try this. I want to try that. We're always encouraging, but there's also a lot of clients who come here because of creative arts. I mean, like, like 
you know, like, man, if I, I wish I would have gone to a, a rehab with a studio, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you guys, you guys have quite the resources there. And I like that it, it allows people to get out of their comfort zones, mm-hmm. you know, with gentle, you're gently pushing people to do these things, you know, to create uh, new music or try new things, but they don't have to. Um, but eventually they might jump in and try it and then they can feel some success afterwards too. It's that whole right. feeling of like getting out of your comfort zone and getting kind of freaked out. And then like, wow, I actually did that, you know, and that really helps people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think feel a lot more out of life so that they don't have to resort to drugs and alcohol to, try yeah. and, you know, no. And that's, and that's another meaning. And that's another thing that, like, for me personally, um, it's like that's just – that's what I promote. Like, I promote living your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I've I've stayed away from drugs and alcohol for 13 years, and relapse was not part of my story. I mean – it's been a, a part of a lot of people's stories and there's mm-hmm. been, it's been a part of people's stories, friends, um, best friends, coworkers, relatives that they relapse and they die. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for me, it's like, I have things to do. Right. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, That's like, how I feel too. I'm like, no. I got, I got stuff to do. And yeah. I, in some ways I feel like I'm trying to make up for lost time too. It's like, oh man, I wish I had that back, but I can't regret that. I have to just focus on trying to make the right. most out of but that's, today. That's, it, no, exactly. Like, like, like even working in the studio, like I was just in the studio with a couple of guys who work with me and I'm like, okay, okay, we got it. We got like, I'm a spaz. I'm a spaz. I am. I'm like, I'm, I'm running around. Okay. Let's do, okay. This, 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 and this. Okay. I'm leaving in 10 minutes. Let's try to record us. So I'm just go, 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 because I want, I want to prepare the studio and the art studio. Like literally I just recorded drums and I literally just gave, um, one of the clients like, um, I don't want to call it an assignment, but like a task to do. They're like, right. hey, what can I do? And I said, okay, here's what you can do. Like to keep yourself busy, like, like, like think outside of the box. Think like, mm-hmm. like how, how can I sit down and focus? Like I can't, man, you should see me trying to watch a movie. Like I have ADD and I'm running around, <laughs> I'm talking to my wife and I'm poking her and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. But when it comes, when it comes to recovery and when it comes to, being creative and, and, you know, sometimes I call it forced creativity. We have mm-hmm. a group, we have a group here at sober college every Thursday and it's a lunch group. We get lunch and we get, you know, there, there's anywhere from five to 15 clients who come and we're able to, you know, thank God we have a beautiful facility and an amazing studio with, we have three isolation booths, a control room, and a live room. So I can put five people here, four people here, and then put some people in the art room and give everybody um, – I, I don't want to say tasks, but it's like it's like groups. It's like right. a lot of the times there's a fluctuation with clients where mm-hmm. it's dependent on who's around. You know what I'm saying? But we right. always we always try to have a plan and a purpose – for the clients. Is it like now, a, like a project? Like, are you trying to create something, you know, well, an end, an end product from your, in, your in efforts? A, yeah. In a sense, it goes back to like trying to write a song. Okay. Like right. I like, like for instance, 
there's so many musicians here. Like myself, I, I, you know, I run creative arts and then I have two assistants, two music assistants who play bass, guitar, piano, drum. They play every instrument. So when there's downtime, we're able to help create like finished product for clients where they, they can come in and just be like, okay, I want to write lyrics. Mm. I want to, I need help with a melody. Mm-hmm. Um, or um, every Monday here at Sober College, we have Art Block where we have people come in and teach specific groups. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, like, okay, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to, someone comes in, they're going to show you how to draw a specific type of tree. Like and, and basically just give a lesson and like to get the clients involved and engaged, I feel like there has to be something to show for. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's how that's how I try to live my life where it's like, man, I just want creative life sorry, excuse me, creative arts mm-hmm. to have something to show for. Like every six weeks we have people perform. Every right. six weeks we have new art that we can put up and we I mean the facility that I mean, and it's, it, the facility we have is is so amazing that it lets us to, lets us have this vibe, and we set up the lights, and we get. I mean, we have we're doing. Yeah, wasn't it a, a like a TV studio or something? You, well, you got there. What was the original? Well they, well, they have a T. So there's two buildings. They have a TV studio in one building, and then in the TLC, the Therapeutic Learning Center. They have in the very back, I have, there's a community room where Sober College has their community um, meetings every Friday. And that's where we throw the shows. Mm-hmm. And then we have the studio and the art studio. Mm-hmm. So I want, I want clients to come in and say, okay, I, this is what I want to do. And, I want, and I'm going to say, okay, so I don't want to talk about you leaving, but for however long you're here, this is our goal and this is our plan. I want you to leave here and say, this is what I did sober, and this is what I have to show for for my time here at Sober College. That's cool. Something, it, something yeah. really to be proud of. 100%. I mean, obviously, obviously, be proud of your clean time, be proud of, but it's kind of like you said, um, I, I'm a true believer in the steps. I'm a true believer in AA, NA, all the programs. I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe everyone can benefit from them, oh, especially, especially drug addicts. But in my opinion, and this is a strong, strong statement. I know, but for me personally, and it's not for everybody, but for me, without recovery, I don't have music, and without music, I don't have recovery. Right. Like. To me, they go hand in hand. And why is Sober College so amazing? Because they have a TV studio. They have um, sports teams. They have college credits. They have academic coaches. You can go kickboxing. You can go <laughs> like, like I, I like, you know, I, uh, I. It's an amazing model. I mean, if that, if that were more pervasive nationwide. I think we'd see a lot more success. Yeah. You guys probably have a pretty high success rate mm-hmm. with with a lot of your, you know, clients, your students. Well, and what I've seen, what I've seen on the success rate like on that side of things is that so right now um just in creative arts, um I mean it's the same it's the same in all the other departments, but um Three people that work on my team, the creative arts team, Mm -hmm. um, 
there, there's three assistants. There's an art assistant and two music assistants. All three of them have gone through this program. Hmm. And they, they kind of, they found, they found their niche. They yeah. found, they found their reason to stay sober and they found a way to give back doing the things that they're talented at doing that they want to do, you know? And that's why I'm so, that's why when I first heard of sober college. Yeah. Take us to your aha moment. How did you get to sober college? Last on your storyline, you were, you were on tour. (laughs) Right. So, so that's, so that's, that's what I was doing. I was, I was touring, I was making records. I was all over the world, other countries, uh, playing shows. Um, and, and I mean, for the longest time, I just told myself, I was like, man, I just want to go home and sit by myself for a year. I don't want to do anything. Right. Um, and my wish came true, but I could only handle about seven months of it. And I got off the road and my wife, girlfriend at the time was from Texas. So I went to Texas and, um, stayed with her. She got a job. Um, she was touring with me at the time. Um, but she got a job and I just kind of posted up and, and hung out and I may, I may be left town, um, to play shows, you know, three to four times a month, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. um, doing a lot of corporate things, not doing, not having a record out or touring, but trying to still have some income for the band I was in. But I started just kind of traveling back and forth from Texas to Arizona, working on music, then to LA and, my brother-in-law was like, man, you should, I was talking, talking to him on the phone one night and he's like, man, when you come out to California, you got to come check this place out. They have a studio. And I was like, whoa, what? Like a, a rehab with a studio. So I just, I kind of just started hanging out, um, their community meetings. I was always very attracted to the sense of family and the sense of community. Mm. Like everyone gets together, visitors, you know, family, friends. Um, but it's, it's geared, it's geared towards, community and like that was something like early on in my recovery that I needed yeah and um I just started coming to community they had lunch afterwards I just check in with some of the clients hey I'm Mikey cool like Bradshaw's my um you know he's my brother-in-law and I check in with certain staff and I'd be like yo I would I'd like to take so-and-so out to coffee and go to a meeting so I just I just started giving back you know what I mean and I just was um and I, I was I, I was at the time in my music career that um, I, I knew what I, I knew where I had to be months in advance. Like, okay, so next month I have to go here and here, but I'll be here. And long story short, I mean, I interviewed and was like, hey, I have um, I have a lot of prior um, you know things going on with my music, but I would love to work here. And like, okay, we'll give you a job. So <laughs> so I, I I honestly started working here. Um, as a, as a mentor at it, like, you know, or they call a tech at the houses. So I was, right. I was working like, I was working like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I mean, and then right. th- like there, there'd be times where I'd have to leave in the middle of the week and I'd play a show like on a Wednesday night, fly back Thursday, go to work Friday. Or there's, there were times where I'd like, I'd fly, I'd go play a show. I would fly back at like 6am, fly into Cal, fly back to Cali. And then I'd go straight to work and work with the kids. And I did that for a few years. And, um, all of a sudden the music, um, director was leaving and, and here's, and here's, here's like, I don't want to say like, it's, this is like an important thing, but mm-hmm. just to be real and just to be honest, um, 
when when this gentleman um when he was getting ready to leave every i mean people said hey you this this is this is like this is what you're supposed to be doing this is a perfect gig for you running a music studio like that's what you've been doing your whole life like music right and and my brain told me oh i can't do it there's no way there's no way there's like there's no way you know because and honestly just to be honest honestly just to be honest i uh <laughs> i you know i i sort of lived my life with well i'm a musician i'm i might leave i might go on the road and you know we 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 slowed way down and i said you know what like this is what life's about this is what recovery's about it yeah. doesn't matter that i've been all around the world and i've done this and that it matters that like something opened up I took an opportunity because I was sober, because I did what I had to do. Now I get to do, like, I get to help clients. You get to do more of this. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's, it's, it's like, I, it, there's no way for me to express how grateful and how blessed I am for sober college. There's, there's just no way. Um, yeah. Hey everyone, this is James. I am really excited to tell you about this monumental online conference I am hosting with Dr. Callie Estes this May 23rd to the 27th. Dr. Estes is highly sought after celebrity addiction therapist, life coach, recovery coach, educator, and wellness guru. And she blends talk therapy with forward and positive change to assist her clients in unlocking their true potential. She's been featured in books, magazines, radio, and television for her work in the addictions and therapy fields. This remarkable and absolutely amazing Addiction Breakthrough Summit will reveal how to embrace and enjoy a sober lifestyle and finally put an end to the continued downward spiral in all areas of your life, health, relationships, finances, career, legal issues, and more. Now, during this 100% free summit crammed with the latest addiction recovery success strategies, you're going to discover how to quickly feel healthy and full of energy, how to repair and rejuvenate damaged relationships. You're going to find out how to avoid legal problems and effectively deal with life's challenges. You're going to learn how to tap into superior and pioneering techniques to assure yourself, your loved ones, or your clients the highest level of success, and so much more. I hope you can join me again. That's May 23rd to 27th. And go over to addictionbreakthrough.com for more information. for you to be able to see that it just gives you an opportunity to do more of something that you love to do instead of worrying about you know losing something else that you'd love to do do you a quick question do you still play it's that's with shiny toy guns right yeah um right now so for instance right now shiny toy guns is is we're still a band we haven't broken up but everyone is just doing their own thing right now um so um, I mean, we had, and the, this is, I mean, since like 2004, like we've played, I mean, I can't even name how many shows, but like this year has been the, the slow, we haven't played a show in a year. The last show we played was, 
We played two shows in Chicago, two Christmas shows. And, you know, life just is kind of evolving for everyone right now. Like, I mean, I, uh, you know, I'm working full time here. Like I said, I have a little girl, um, the, and everyone else in the band has other projects. And on top of that, I have another project that I'm working on right now. I'm playing drums for, um, and you know, like we're, we're gigging just kind of like around LA and writing and recording. We just played the Troubadour a couple of weeks ago, oh, and it's cool. like, a, yeah, and it's like, so I'm still actively playing, but yeah. um, Shiny Toy Guns at the moment is not. Um, I mean, there's there's talks about things, but it's just a matter of getting everyone on the same page, which right now, and that's totally fine with me because I don't know how I would swing it. <laughs> yeah, it gets harder and harder. Right? Yeah, I mean, like it's like the older you get, the more responsibilities you have, and yeah. you know, I mean, I just my priorities have completely changed where. You know, it's um, all the success that I've had in my life. I want nothing more than for these clients that I get to work with every day at Sober College. Like they come here and just like I needed, I just needed one person to have my back. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. me being me being young and being stubborn and having an attitude and thinking I still, even when I got sober, like I was young, I was like, I still know everything. <laughs> I, ha- I had to have a sponsor and I had to have people in my life tell me what they've been through. And that's all I'm trying to do here because I want some of these clients, I want all these clients, whether it's sports or school or they become a doctor or sure, they become the next generation of rock stars or rappers or whatever it is. I want them to go out and know that they can do that sober. Yeah. That, yeah. Not, like literally like it's, it's uh, I take, I take a lot of pride in what I do. But I also take a lot of pride in recovery. Like I, 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 I have, I have to always remember that without sobriety, I, I have nothing. You know. Um, yeah, and there's, it's so ahead. cool too. I was gonna say that's so cool that you discovered that within your own recovery, mm-hmm. that without your sobriety, you wouldn't have had the music, and you know this is something that you can share with everyone that you're working with now that, you know, they can have this music and this, the artwork, the creative side of them, even for people who probably don't feel creative when they get to the school. Right. I mean, you're probably allowing them to, to have that opportunity. Well, it's really cool the way Sober College has things set up. Um, there is, I'm, I'm sure Mindy or someone else has touched on it, but there's, you know, there's transition houses where clients come in mm-hmm. and they stay put and like counselors, therapists, myself and my team, we go to the houses. Now, I can't take the music studio over there or the art studio, but we can take guitars and hand drums and, and um paints and, and, and canvases and yeah. it's kind of like an introductory in, in, and yeah. kind of introducing them like hey this is what you're going to have the chance to do right so i get to know these clients and then they they do actually come here once a week as a group and they're able to get involved and i just constantly check in with them like hey this is what you can do in here like there's no pressure to do it um but you can learn an instrument you we can we can write music like we can write record and and it can be yours um so like i said there's been clients who have come in here who have never sang and who have never played instruments and then three months go by and they're they're up on a stage playing and they're up on a stage 
in, in front of their peers. Like now, right. now, like I guess it's not off the record, but <laughs> but no, <laughs> not, but, but, not anymore. <laughs> right. But just to be honest, just to be honest, like it doesn't matter if they're good or bad. What matters is is that they find something and the, like here's the thing. Right. Like, and I, I, I tell the clients like before every talent show, I'm like, you know what? You guys are winning right now. You guys are the rock stars. You guys are the, you, you get the hand clap right now. You get the start. Whatever you, right. I, I praise these kids because it's like other clients may laugh and like discourage other people, but guess what? These clients are getting up on stage. These clients are, are are growing and getting out of their comfort zone yeah. and having fun and smiling. And I mean, I've seen clients, I've seen clients come through sober college and get involved in so many different areas and it takes them months to even make eye contact with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've like, there, there's been clients I've known and seen that the first time I've actually seen them smile was on stage at a talent show. I was just thinking that the, how the music and the creative arts are so emotional, mm-hmm. so powerfully emotional that you can open up those doors that might not otherwise be open. And it, it creates smiles when you're telling how you would bring the guitars and the drums to, to the transition houses. You were talking about that. I, I was just imagining people sitting around and smiling and kind of feeling some happiness, maybe mm-hmm. for the first time in a long time. Yeah, and and we, de- I mean, and we definitely here at Silver College see that, yeah. and that's what, and I, I have to say it again, that's what's so great about Silver College is that it doesn't just it doesn't have to be music or art. No, it 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 can be whatever you want to do here at Silver College. There's there's options, and it's like I it's like. It's 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 rehab redefined. It, it, this is not your ordinary rehab. This is, and I believe Sober College promotes life as well because it it sets you up for success. You know, all these clients have to do is like, just like myself when I was twenty one. Guess what? Like, there's a lot of twenty one, <laughs> eighteen to twenty one, twenty three. Like, I mean, it, it, yeah. I was that age when I was trying to get sober. So yeah. I tell these clients, I'm like, I get it, but yeah. just follow a few rules. And put passion over everything, because if if you're if you're an artist, and that's your passion, you have to put it over everything else. But if you're an artist like myself, recovery and art are they they go hand in hand, because this female client who comes in and is an amazing painter is not going to paint or continue to create and get better if they're loaded. And that's that, and, and you, and man, but, and here's, and here's, especially being a musician and being an artist and, and doing what I do. Yeah. I could never get into that argument. Oh, well, weed makes me this, or I have to get on a stage and have a little bit of whiskey. I'm like, okay, I, okay, that is you. Like, I can't argue your, your thoughts and your feelings are valid, but this is what I do. Mm-hmm. And all I want to show other people, whether it's my peers, coworkers, but most importantly, these clients, that no good will come from alcohol or drugs, but good things will come from recovery and creating. 
like I said, some people yeah. create, to, some people create and draw. And it's, I had a client the other day who's, you know, he's, he's suffering and having some issues, mental issues, and he's just frustrated. And, um, there was a time where the studio and the art studio was open. I was like, all right, dude, it's your time to come in the studio. Let's go. And like, I was like trying to, I was like all excited. And he's like, you know what? This is what I need right now. Like this was a client who said, he's like, this is what I need. I need to be in the art room and I need to be painting because it's soothing and it's calming me down. And I, I literally was like, okay, I'm going to go home for the week. Like, that, like, you know what I'm saying? Because, right. Because that job here is done. That will, you know, and that's the goal and the purpose for yeah. creative arts. Like, get out. And, and the more, I, I know for myself, the more I practice or the more I do certain things over and over, like, like staying sober, the more I stay sober, the easier it gets and the more time I get and seeing things happen. So with the clients, it's it's if if this is helping this you know let's call him Johnny Johnny B Johnny B's here and he's painting and he's out of his mind that sounds bad not out of his mind if he's if he's <laughs> getting out of his if he's getting out of his head and his emotions yeah. through painting that yeah. that help him like you like you had mentioned open up other doors of opportunity for himself mm-hmm. oh let me clear my mind a little bit maybe I can focus on my my uh, schoolwork better now, or maybe I'll remember to call my sponsor. I'll do, you know what I'm saying? It, it, yeah. all, it all ties in together at Sober College and that's what is so magical about this place. You yeah. Know? I was just thinking that, that what Sober College does it, it, and not just in what you do with the music, but everything there is teaching all these valuable life skills and that they can be transferable once they leave. So when you're talking about helping people create uh, art or music or something, they can use that creativity elsewhere in their mm-hmm. life. And once they learn those skills and learn to push themselves and see results and, and then try again and it gets better and all those sorts of things. And that's really a unique aspect of sober college, I think. Yeah. And, and that's, and I'm, I look at it like, like I said, I have three alumni. I there's there's people here. Okay, so for instance, years ago before I took over Creative Arts, I was a mentor and I was working with certain clients. Some of the clients that I was mentoring and just you know looking after, and you know, they they now work here. You know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. It, it, it's 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 literally. I truly believe that Sober College sets clients up for success. That's awesome. I mean, we. So- Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, what do you guys have planned? You know, are you doing anything new with your creative arts and music? You got anything cool that you're going to well, be changing up in the future or that well, you're seeing success with? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like I said, there's always fluctuation with clients. Um, so, but we always try to have a plan and a purpose. Some of the newer things that we're looking to do is, um, it is sort of having – I, I don't even know if I should say this because I haven't even talked to my boss about it, which is Mindy. But <laughs> no, but like it's, it's, it's literally like – I mean Sober College is a community. Right. And it's, it's, it's trying to find a community within a community. You know what I mean? Like I want to get like – I mean and it's been talked about. It's even been done around here uh, at Sober College at one point. But it's, it's like let's get a team of people. And let's go play a show. 
let, let, let's let's leave sober college. I mean, obviously not someone who just got here a couple of days ago, but like some, you know, sober living clients. Like, how can we engage, and how can we get clients involved in in other other areas of life outside of sober college? Now, for for artists and for people who take music serious, I like me being a professional musician, like these talent shows that we have, I, I thought it had to be like, go, 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 no downtime. <laughs> right. lights, lights go down. Cause like when, when, I, when I'm on a stage, if there's downtime, it's like, all right, we're counting the song off. We're going, we're playing, we're entertaining. So right. I have to remember that this is, this is sober college. But I also tell these clients, listen, your mindset cannot be like, oh, this is a talent show at sober college. For people who actually right, right now that have gone through here and are pursuing music, this this is practice for the real world. Yeah, it's like they're playing. They have to imagine they're at playing the troubadour or something. Like they're, right. they're out there at a real show. Right, and, it, and, and, I've, and I've seen clients do that. I've seen clients who have worked with me in the studio and gone through the program um, actually do that. Um, in 2017, I mean, there's there's things that creative arts has gotten kind of far away from but it's it's more more giving back to the community um outside of sober college um uh, like we're planning on next week going and singing to the elderly get taking a couple guitars maybe an ipod printing out some lyrics and going and singing christmas songs to the elderly um things like that creative arts um like for instance in january we're trying to plan um a field trip um like we're going to go to, you know, like a museum downtown mm-hmm. and, and just go see art and then, mm-hmm. you know, have clients, you know, and, and it goes back to, you know, like those kind of clients sort of have to be handpicked and mm-hmm. have to be approved by their counselors, their therapists, their house managers. But clients who have been around a long time and are involved the art aspect of things, but let's go see some art. Um, we just recently had, uh, one of our, yeah. And it's like, it's like, because, because I'm looking at, I'm looking at creative arts at sober college and I'm looking at it in two ways. Sober college is a company and a place where clients come and they're able to experience life within a community. Now, when they leave this community, Sober college doesn't go anywhere. So sober college as a whole is very attractive to where we had our community meeting this morning, every Friday, and old clients who have gone through here continue to come back. Come back, yeah. And it's like, then how how do we keep evolving that? And for me, it's just like, it's like you said, we're, we're doing, like, we just built this, I mean, it's ridiculous, um, we built this giant hand out of chicken wire and um, put lights in it, and then we broke. We had a bunch of old records, I mean probably over 100 of them that were on the wall in our old um, building, and we kind of broke them up, and we, we made this huge sculpture that like, it looks like it's coming out of the wall. <laughs> and it, it's, 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 like, it's like a six-foot-something hand. Right. But but it's like it's like stuff like that where it's like let's take stuff from our old building, let's create this new project, let's get these clients involved and let's make amazing art. 
like like that to me that's the type of stuff that is going to hook certain clients where it's like wow they're making sculptures and they're doing this and it's like because we're going to go to a, we're going to go to a museum mm-hmm. and i, I want to do stuff that museums are doing and show yeah. these clients that it's possible that we <laughs> like you know, so anyways, help I'm inspire all- them. Yeah, you're, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sometimes you are. It's funny because one of my questions I sometimes ask people is, What gets what do you what's got you fired up right now? And I think <laughs> just your work has got you pretty fired up, so that's well, pretty, that's really, so cool. It really does, man. And it's, um, <laughs> it, geez, it's just it, it's so that's pretty exciting. It, it's exciting stuff, it's really. You know, it's innovative. That's what I like about it. It's so new and fresh and people are expanding, you know, these things. They're finding what works for people. Right. You know, it's not like you you were saying, a 12-step program is super important for you and for others. It it was way important for me, but I also needed other things, you know. Right. You know. I'm not a huge musician. <laughs> I try with my son. He's three and a half. And he loves oh, to play, awesome. play drums and guitar. He calls it now guitar. I got him a so ukulele, awesome. you know, but how cool. Um, I'm more, I love to be outdoors and we yeah. also, we go skiing and we're, we're kind of into all kinds of things. And that was important for me and my recovery. Was, yeah. You know, well, I think, I think even, everything. So, right. I think even today, um, um, and one more thing I want to touch on uh, yeah, after yeah. I say this, but they're like, the, like, um, some of the clients today went rock climbing Yeah, and, exactly. and, and all across the board at sober college. Um, like I said, they set clients up for success. So like right now we just hired a music intern and an art intern. Okay. And then there's an, there's an academics intern and there's a fitness intern for males and females where, you know, it's, you're an intern, but you're getting the training and being able to be around a department that you're passionate about Mm -hmm. and, and grab onto some tools and learn and maybe possibly get a job here at sober college Mm -hmm. or get some experience in the field you want to you want to work in and then go out and say, Hey, I have all this experience here doing this, you know, doing this. So it's like, for instance, like, like I said, the fitness intern loves to be outdoors. You know, it's a little, it's right. a little cold for the beach today, but they go to the beach, <laughs> right. they, go, they go rock climbing, they do kickboxing. So it's like, it's like trying to constantly evolve creative arts where it's like, we could sit in an art studio all day and paint and draw and right. make sculptures and write music, but let's go out. Let, let's go out and sing to the elderly. Let's go. Let's go look at museums. Let's figure out ways to engage our brains in in you know ways that we can get. Like just like me, I'm talking about my job and what I do, and I'm getting excited. I want these clients <laughs> excited, just like right. I. Am. So yeah. how do we do that? We have to engage them in certain activities and we have to engage them in certain projects and and just show them the way in a sense you know show them that it's possible so well i would imagine your enthusiasm is pretty contagious mikey and they're gonna they're gonna follow your lead when you're excited about creating the music and the art and getting out there and experiencing it you know live and in person they they're gonna feed off of that so that's pretty awesome 
Well, hey, uh, one of my other questions that sometimes I ask people is, what, what music did you rock out to on your way to work? Um, what are you listening to these days? What's what's kind of uh, your one favorite? of one of well man it that's such a hard question for me because <laughs> i'm sure yeah because i hate music <laughs> all right that doesn't make any sense no, no I don't. Exactly. um you know what i haven't really heard it's man it's hard to say i mean i'm i'm really stuck on m83 right now right. Uh, i don't know if you've heard of them or know yeah. who they are yeah yeah they're 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 one of my favorites right now it's funny i um I grew up sort of, I don't know, I don't, let me see how I could say it. I kind of in like the, I'm doing quotations when I say this, the hardcore <laughs> right. scene where like I grew up playing punk rock music um, and just kind of fast grindcore, little heavy stuff, but fast. Yeah. And I'm still, I, I'm stuck on so much older music um, that I grew up listening to. It's hard for me to get into new music. Um, but M83, I know M83, I've, I've been following them for a while. So like, I like a lot of their older stuff, but some of their music now is just so amazing. It's so, um, it's just so different. You know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. and I, I've honestly, um, I don't know if you, you're familiar with stranger things, the Netflix show, the sensation, the huge sensation that just happened on Netflix. I haven't had time to watch, but you yeah. Oh my I gosh! Think. I almost hung up on you. <laughs> no, totally, no, no. So like, so stranger. Well, it's really funny because this 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 show, Stranger Things, is so it's out there. But the music, it's really funny. The music is very dark and electronic right. and moody. So like the other day, like we had some downtime and we literally were like, "Ooh, let's write a Stranger Things song." You know? right. so, yeah. So it's it's when it comes to like what I listen to. Uh, I think this morning I listened to Blink One Eighty Two. I'm, you know, I, I hate right. to even say that, but <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of like a pop punk heavy right. stuff like that. So that's cool. Do you use uh, certain genres of music in your in your work to help inspire? I'm sure your clients all come from different backgrounds. Yeah, well, and that's or- yeah, and that's what's so cool. Um, you know, for instance, so I have an engineer who comes in twice a week who, um he's just a nerd. And if he hears this, he, I've said that to his face. He's, he's a, he's a, he's a, like by the book, he's an engineer. You know what I'm saying? And he, (laughs) he does everything the way he does it. And he brings, he, I guess he brings his smarts to the table, if that makes sense. And then we have Patrick, this kid, Patrick, who is a musical genius and he plays, I mean, he'll, he'll sit down and play jazz guitar for an hour He'll go in the he'll go in the piano booth and play jazz um, piano and just he's like okay can you just push record and I I'll leave the studio because I'm falling asleep and then we have not, we we have another we have another um, guy who comes in who he's like classically trained he's like he goes to school for music so it's like it's incorporating all, and me I'm just a spaz and I'm like okay right. let's do this let's do this the punk okay, rocker this. yeah yeah like okay cool let's give this some edge and let's do this blah 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 um. So, so incorporating all of those things, we were, for instance, right before I got on this call, um, I recorded an electronic drum set into a computer, um, like an old school hip hop beat. 
And then the guitar player got on there, one of the guys who works in the studio, and he kind of did like a rock sound. Like, so it's, mm-hmm. it's just incorporating all these sounds. But the team of people I have, they help me keep my job because, <laughs> because it's, literally like, it's literally like clients come in and nine, I, you know, nine times out of ten people want to be rappers. Okay. Right. And, and, and some of them are really good and some of them need to work on what they do. But I always, I always encourage them to write original music. Mm-hmm. Like nine times out of 10, somebody wants to get a beat off of YouTube and, mm-hmm. and just rap their rap lyrics. It. Yeah. It's like, but we have this technology and we have musicians that we can create this. So like, for instance, my, one of my favorite things to do right now in the studio with clients is write live hip hop. Like we'll come up with an idea. Okay. Let's do a little jazzy thing. Let's do a funk thing. Let's do this. And everyone can put their twist on it, you know? And then, then if a client wants to come in and play bass, Hey, here's an idea. Like, like there's like, there's a punk rock kid here who likes to play fast and punk, but like, if we if we can incorporate his style on say a funky jazzy song it it can be i mean cuz that's the thing like music is music like I, who's going to come up with the next right genre of music or who's going to come up with the next big thing we're just all we're trying to do is create cool music that makes us feel something you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah exactly so, anyway. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Well, hey, man, how can people best connect with you and Sober College? Um, SoberCollege.com. Co- sober yeah. um, that's the best way to check it out. Um, you can actually check out the website. You can see pictures of the studio, um, creative arts, all everything is on the website. And then, um, and then contact me. Um, Mikey.martin at sobercollege.com. If you have any questions or you're interested, uh, send me an email. Check right. out sobercollege.com. All right. And I'll have all those links on the show notes and uh, <laughs> maybe some cool links to some music. And um, yeah, thanks so much for, for joining me. And I uh, just want to say, Welcome home, because it sounds like you're you're there in your you home, dude. I like that. Awesome. You, you, James, you can use that, okay? Welcome home. There you go. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. Thanks a lot. We'll talk Thanks, to you soon. Dude. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Bombproof Recovery Radio. For show notes, our free sobriety course, and more, head on over to bombproofrecovery.com. Here's your story, let's begin The water's fine, come on, dive in The future's here, it's right before your eyes Step by step, you're on your way Welcome to a brighter day Don't you know, it feels good to be alive You could be larger
Could be a lie. 